Okay, what's good, what's good? It's a quick update for you all, yeah? Right, what I've tried to do here is I've changed things up a little touch to maintain the integrity of the main show whilst giving you a lot of regular podcasts you can listen to every week. So stay subscribed to The Joff Show, but also for something more regular, search Random Joff on whichever podcast platform you use and subscribe to that for the regular joint. If there's a new episode of the main show, I'll be sure to let you know on there. And as always, it really helps if you follow Joff Show on Insta, Twitter, Facebook, sharing the content, letting your people know about the show really, 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 really helps. So the more of that, the merrier. You know what I mean? Feel free to reach out anytime with any questions or suggestions for the show. Big up all of you lot, man, for staying with the show. And yeah, we move. Big up. Love. I got up at eight on a day off 13 shifts on one off at the moment that's the situation imagine i get up at eight what's wrong with me man should i fight the conditioning or should i just be like productive i tried to i thought no go back to sleep what's wrong with you like your day off like but i thought no no do you know what get up be productive you're up you're up in it do you know what i mean i just i think part of me is just like no i'm not going to be the robot on my one day off but obviously i'm gonna wake up at bloody the same time, and I. The thing is, eight is late for me to wake up for work, which is, uh, I'm late a lot at the moment, which is classic me. And a lot of you can understand that, I'm sure. Um, the anxiety wore off about an hour ago, aided by some coffee and a bit of uh, social media viewing in the morning, which uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. If because I look forward to being able to just sit and do nothing. And if I want to have a look through my phone, look through my phone. But is that a good thing? Like to wake up in the morning and just go through social media. Is it something I'm overkilling, you know, overkilled? Have I over, have I, is it? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Anyway. Yeah. Jamming in the bedroom studio. Different location to the front room. Smashed it. Do you know what I mean? Because we keep it moving. Um, Poe's asleep on the bed. She, uh, she's a strange one, Poe. She's not like Iz. Um, Iz is very, like, can't wait to sit on your lap. Just moans at you to sit down. But Poe's like, nah, give me my space. I need my space. Like, but she wants strokes and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? She's one of those protectors. I didn't know this. I don't know if you lot know this. I don't know if any of you know this. Some of you might know this. <laughs> Some of you might not know this. <laughs> it's crazy. Sometimes we know stuff and sometimes we don't. Oh, God. Anyway. Um... 
basically, cats. I don't know if you any some. My brain's not ready yet, man. Fuck it. Cats follow you into the toilet. A lot of people will get this with their cats. Their cats will follow them into the toilet. And I, th- I used to think this was Poe's way. She just wanted to drink from the tap. Yeah, so I'd run the bathroom tap or whatever. But then, like a lot of the times, she would just jump in the bath and just look at me and kind of close her eyes, and you know, which is like a sign of endearment with cats. And I looked it up, and it turns out that cats in the wild... When one of them goes to drop one off, the other cats stand around and look out so the other one can go to the toilet. Do you know what I mean? So when your cat runs in the bathroom, your cat's protecting you while you have a shit. How fucking sick is that, man? Like, when when I found that out, like, I was like, oh, my days, this is, like, another... uh, Any reason to show that my cat loves me is... is, I'm, I'm over the moon. I'm over the moon. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to let uh, the other half know because in our house, it's, it's a fight for attention with cats. If you get more attention from the cats, you, you kind of won. It's like a commodity in the house. Do you know what I mean? Speaking of cats, is it JML? Cat toys. Here's the thing about cat toys. Let me just, hold on. Let me just put this over here. Right. Here's the annoying thing. They've created this, uh, if you're a cat person, you've probably seen this on Instagram, yeah, or you've seen it advertised somewhere. They've created this toy as a fish that flaps about on the floor, do you know what I mean? And cats, you see these, these videos of cats just like attacking the fish and having a go of it, and you put a bit of catnip in there, which is always fun to watch anyway. What a load of fucking shit, right? You put the cat toy on it's it's, a, it's great because it flips about and it's something for them to chase but it, the noise it makes i'm going to get it let me run and get it hold on here we go there it is Fucking joking me. That sound. If you've got a cat, anybody who's got a cat will know high-pitched sounds, man. Fucks them up. Cats' ears are crazy sensitive. Like, they're better than hearing of a dog, for one. Their ears consist of, like, I think it's like, it's like 60, 70 muscles. Do you know what I mean? Like, 30-something muscles in in each ear. Humans, we can hear, like, high tones up to about 1,300 hertz, right? And that's, like, high, but... Like, even through your phone, it's painful to hear at low volume that, you know, 1,300 at low volume hurts. 1,300 low volume hurts? 1,300 hurts at low volume. It hurts to listen to, do you know what I mean? Anything above that 1,300 sounds like air because we just just can't hear it, yeah? Cats hear up to 60,000, right? (laughs) 13,000 for us, they hear up to 16,000, right? So imagine how painful those high tones are for them. Do you know what I mean? Mice hear over 100,000, which says a lot about size and agility because they still get brought in, still alive, and given to me as a cute but probably infested gift by a pole, like, all the time. I was reading about um, people using music to calm their cats. I'm going to give that a go, see what happens. I bet uh, the Niels Fram stuff uh, will probably work. And maybe I'll play some piano for for the cats and see if it makes a difference. Iz has just jumped up on the... Did you hear that? She just jumped away. 
she just came in to see what I'm doing. She gets a bit um, weird when I'm doing stuff like this. She likes to get the attention. So hopefully she don't walk over the keyboard at the moment. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, man. J- JML sort it out, man. That was 18 quid, which is for a cat toy is fucking expensive. And it makes that noise. It's flipping ridiculous. Like cats can point their ears in all directions. They don't even have to move their head to hear some shit. And they hear it on a mad level. Their senses are literally refined for fucking hunting. Cats are nuts, mate. The hairs on their paws are like super duper sensitive to pick up like vibration. Like, I just don't... Speaking of JML, does anybody remember in... I don't know if it was the 90s or the 2000s. There used to be this advert that used to come on a lot. What the fuck? Hold on. Okay, if you did hear that sound in the background, that was Iz, who must have got on the sofa, had a little play and then ran off with my PlayStation controller um, wrapped around a towel and just basically swung my PlayStation controller across the room. And now I can't even remember what um, where I was. I do remember where I was. Yeah, years ago, there used to be this advert, come on late at night, really late at night, Maybe in a day, but it was just like, uh, do you have any inventions? It was an ad like, do you do you think you can change the world? Do you have any inventions? Da 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 da. Uh, call this number now, and we'll send you out our pack, like our pack to help you. And I was wondering the other day, I wonder what that was. I wonder if that if that was JML, just trying to get ideas from people. Do you know what I mean? Or is it just people who were like, like a patent company who would just rob your idea? Who fucking knows, man? What do you think about ninjas these weeks? She likes ninjas. Two days are the pressure of the hill. Do all we want, do all we say. Two days are the pressure of the day. Trying to be okay, yeah. Fuck. Ah, today is definitely a day of depression. <laughs> day. I say it like it's a celebration day, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? But no, yeah, no, for reezy. I've been having a few lately. Pose, pose, just sitting up on the. Um, I'm going to put a picture up on my Insta or, well, all of the little spots. She's up here watching me do the podcast, but now she's getting up, threatening to, looking up for a way down. One of one of which is she's looking up my key, keyboard. No, darling, come bubble. There you go. There you go. Go this way. There you go. This way. Oh, no, she's cheek marking the speakers. Oh, God damn, son. Oh, trying to shake off this fuckery today, man. I've been having a lot of these lately. Mornings being uh, one of my main struggles. I'm sure a lot of people get this with... Uh, Sorry, I'm just waking up here. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people get this with uh, their depression, man. Fuck, you know. Waking up um, just... Well, my how, how it happens with me is I wake up and I'm just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Shit, I haven't... 
and there isn't much that there, there isn't much to worry about in terms of I haven't done this or I haven't done that. They're all things that it, you don't really have to worry about. Do you know what I mean? So I don't I don't really get why it is a process that happens in my head. But I wake up thinking that one I've slept for too long. I've overslept. Uh, the oversleeping part is a big one. Like I've I've just woke up from a nap on a Sunday afternoon, which started beautifully. I fell asleep. The birds were singing outside. It was a little bit windy. The window was slightly open. The temperature was perfect. I turned the telly off. Usually, I'm one of these people. I have to fall asleep to some sort of noise. But recently, I've been trying to see if it'll improve my quality of sleep. And I think it has definitely improved my quality of sleep. And it's improved my pre, you know, the bit before the nap, which is, let's face it, that's the best thing about a nap in it. That 10, 15, 20 seconds, a minute where you feel yourself going, or you feel the, like, you hit the, feel a bit of cool air hitting you from the window, or you hear the sound outside of the rain and stuff like that or whatever it is, and you feel yourself drifting away into blissful fucking sleep, man. That It's, cra- it's crazy how I yearn for that feeling so much. Like, oh, I just want to have a nap, man. I know it's all it's, it's two things. One, it's laziness. Two, it's, it's probably an addictive thing. Uh, maybe it's three things. But uh, I think it definitely got worse when my anxiety had a massive spike it definitely got worse through major grief um and through a certain time in my life which definitely has affected me and will probably affect me for the rest of my life but has got way better do you know what i mean i'm about a year off of the meds now i've probably discussed this already but i'm about a year off the meds i'm going through the uh, sorry if I'm flying around all over the place. I feel like this is better for you to get this one live, live, live. Where as the emotion is coming and the voice is still fucking shaky. Um, where was I at? Yeah, meds. So, um, just over a year off the meds, which is fucking great. But it got, it came close, man. Shit. It came close. Uh, when did it come close? P- probably the coldest, at the coldest part. The, the winter fucks me up for some reason. The winter's the worst part. I know vitamin D lack, you know, it's less vitamin D I'm getting. It's just shitty in the winter. A lot of people get more depressed in the winter. That's understandable. Uh, I think it's, uh, which country? There's a few countries that get less sunlight, you know, where they go through months of darkness. They get high, um, suicide numbers which is pretty fucked up man but basically through the winter is when most of the fucked up shit that's ever happened in my life has happened in winter months so that probably plays a part as well and i really thought about it like that but um the other half she's she said don't you think it might be this and uh even though immediately my brain was like no nah, she's probably right do you know what I mean? Which goes for many things that she's probably said to me in my life, to be fair. But I think this time around with the meds, 
coming off, I thought to myself, right, so this is getting fucking hard now. That means it's about to get much fucking better because I've learned this over the past, I'd say five, ten years. I've learned that whenever shit gets really fucking tough, it's just a sign to push really fucking hard and just and what comes on the other side, although it might not be obvious immediately, will be a fucking good thing. Do you know what I mean? And uh, the winter months are fading now. The air's starting to smell like spring. It's starting to smell a bit summery. There's been days where I haven't needed two coats or body warmer and shit like that. And <clears throat> true ADHD spectrum fashion i don't i haven't prepped clothing wise for this at all for the change but uh such is life i don't really care that much anyway um but yeah spring is spring is coming man but the mornings i don't know why i wake up very uh, very just thinking that there's a lot of shit that i've fucked up like not like, oh, I haven't been a good person. It's not, it's not that stuff. It's more to do with, like, I haven't messaged this person back because I'm awful with my phone. As it stands, let's have a look. Check the numbers here. Hold on. All right, we're, we're currently at 55 unread WhatsApp. Chats, 50 missed calls. Those are built up over time, the missed calls. They were not all in one day. <laughs> but um, messages, it doesn't say how many, but it's fucking loads of blue ticks there, blue dots there. Um, and email, I probably shouldn't say the number, mainly because there's shitloads, people get shitloads of emails, including junk mail. But, yeah, Jesus Christ, that coffee, man. That's another thing that helps me. I don't know if, if anybody struggles in the morning. I was talking to uh, a friend of mine about this recently, about struggling in the morning and getting up. Because I seem to wake up and kind of just sit in bed looking at the wall, even if I'm not tired anymore. I'm thinking, just give me a minute to get myself straight. And that minute turns into probably 10, 20 minutes. And I don't know what I'm waiting for. At that time, what I'm waiting to happen, because the truth is, I've learned that getting up and getting moving is the only thing that's going to solve the problem. The longer I lay there, the more anxious I'm going to get. So I thought the thing that's helped me over the years is podcasts. So the thought of being able to wake up, make good coffee and be in my car on the way to work with a podcast, good coffee, my fate, I'm done. It actually helps me get up routine, the routine of it. The com there's comfort in that routine, right? It proper helps me, man. I'm, uh, there's this coffee that I'm drinking at the moment, uh, Bionic Ball, which is a roastery near me in Hertfordshire. I got lucky. I moved to the countryside and there was there's actually a fucking roastery here. And you think you'd only find that in a place like Shoreditch or... Hackney or Brixton or somewhere like that, do you know what I mean? Some gentrified area. But there's a roastery here and they do one of the best blends. Check them out, man. They're not sponsoring me, by the way. Nobody's fucking sponsoring me. I'm fucking three episodes in. Um, but yeah, Bionic Ball Coffee 
check their bionic blender if you've got a coffee machine especially like a bean to cup um there's so many things i'll tell you what i'll have holes in my trainers right and still have a good coffee machine <laughs> but that shit gets me out of bed in the morning you know that makes me sound well fucking trampy i don't roll like that yeah I'm a fucking bad man. I don't even got holes in my training. What are you talking about? Take my for dickhead out of here. You know what I mean? But yeah, a little routine in the morning, man. If any of you struggle with that. Because I seem to have worked out all the other things. Like, I seem to have worked out, uh, not all of them, but anxiety attacks I haven't 100% worked out. But I've definitely worked out to lessen the anxiety attacks. But I've worked out the bedtime one was a problem not being out of sleep because of just shit running through my head and shit that needs doing. And a lot of the shit is, is bits that, that I could have done by now that I've put off, which is, an, you know, another thing the anxiety does. And then when you add in all my other issues with that, just uh, writing lists, man, writing a list. Okay, I'm going to do this stuff, these bits and bobs, and I'm gonna, but I'm going to do this one on this day. I'm going to look at that, even if it's just to look at it that day. Like, okay, I'm going to look at this one this day at least and try and figure out a solution. Then it's set, do you know what I mean? And for some reason, the moment that fucking list is written, I'm ready for bed, I can sleep. It's weird because I, if you'd have told me, and I get this problem with me telling other people now, if you'd have told me, write a list before you go to bed, I'd have been like, that ain't going to fucking work, man. Come on, stop giving me some, like, I've done a two-week counselling course answer. Do you know what I mean? For my real fucking daily struggle, you know, which is pretty complex. And fuck me. Sometimes the simple ones really do work, man. Anybody struggling to sleep and it's anxiety related and your head's spinning, just write a fucking list. Just write a list of the things that are in your head and what you can do about them, if you can do anything about them, what you're going to do about it, when you're going to do it about it. When you're gonna hey, when you're gonna do about what you're gonna do it do about do about when you're gonna do it it's a when you're gonna do about when to help your depression do it when you want to do it when you want to write the fucking list and then, then today I'm gonna do that and then this week I'm gonna do this yeah yeah geezer's calling me a cunt <laughs> I've fucked loads more birds than you geese <laughs> who's a cunt now who's a cunt I've got cunt, loads of cunt. You, I've had loads of cunt. You know what you are? You're a true form of a wanker. You know why? You wank. You wank. Ha! Right, these are the podcasts of things about, things that I think about in my car. Sucking birds' tits. Right? Fucking birds. Yeah? Um, going football. Yeah, going fucking a bird after football, right? Fucking birds, yeah? Um, pies at, at the ground, pies at the pub. I've eaten on the pies. <laughs> oh yeah, Steve, Steve, Steve! Who's there all the pies? Me, innit? Yeah, right, fucking, I've eaten all the pies. Anyway, music, um, mainly Bob Marley, fucking Lionel Richie, um, uh, some up uh, and uh, Eminem, yeah, fucking. Um, also, when I'm in my car, things I think about. What other things do I think about? What food, yeah? Like, do I stop at McDonald's or like wait till I get home? Because she gets annoyed, didn't it? Because like, 
she's cooked and all that. I fucking cooked and you've beaten all that. Well, I've eaten because I've been fucking working, you tar. Kiss a bit of that fucking blowies. What fucking cocking you got? <coughs> I was talking to Colin at work. Colin's a cleaner. Um, I first heard about Colin through a singer. It was a singer I recorded. It was, it was somebody I worked with at the time. She told him that she was uh, coming to the studio, <clears throat> excuse me, to record. And usually at the studio, if somebody's not recorded before, I ask them if they want to do like a cover. Like, because if, if they know the song, it gives them a bit of comfort in the booth. In the booth, to tell you the truth. But yeah, it gives them a bit of comfort in the booth before, like, if you move, before moving on to creating or writing new music. Anyway. She told me that Colin had given this song, which was How Can You Mend a Broken Heart by Al Green, which is obviously a lovely song. It's a fucking beautiful song, actually. It's one I heard a lot growing up. But, yeah, things didn't really work out with that singer. But really, what I'm, what I'm getting at is that about 10 years later, I end up getting into a conversation with Colin for the first time. This is about, let's say, about three months ago, three, four months ago. I don't really remember the initial subject of the conversation, but I mentioned the song choice, which he didn't even remember giving to her. Now, the conversation that ensued the few, in the few weeks after that between myself and Colin slowed me, made, slowly made me realise that this guy was quite a fascinating character. Um, not only is his life story sh- extremely interesting, but his musical knowledge is absolutely incredible, man. Like, I'm not going to go into loads of that, Colin yet because I plan to interview him at some point and have him on the podcast for you lot um I've got a recorder now um it's on um my boy Rogestar has lent it to me big up for that and uh I'm buying uh bought some mics and this that and the first time I'm gonna buy one anyway but I just wanted to try it out well I've had a recorder actually for I've had the, re- the recorder for about a week and I'm fucking loving that shit boy how I've lived without having this thing around me I don't know I fucking love it. Anyway, back to the point. The reason I mention uh, that is that my music choice um, this week has been especially, well, has been in the mornings anyway, has been influenced by Colin playing me uh, Mendelssohn's Hebrides Overture. Mendelssohn is M-E-N-D-E-L-S-O-H-N. An S if you're Googling it that way which is it's, it's just a fucking beautiful piece of classical music, man. It's, it's a piece that definitely represents the ferocity of the sea. The strings, for me particularly, they are special, man, on, on this one. Since since then, since like I heard it, I seem to be listening to classical more on the way into work, which has led me down a path of discovery that I'm loving at the moment. I do believe age plays a part when it comes to classical music. I mean... I always loved classical music, but not most of it in any way. I know it's a bit of a, an omnipresent. That's not the word I'm going for. Oxymoron is the word I'm going for. Pabadox would be a good other word for it, but it's just, you know. Anyway, I used to like a small selection of classical pieces, is what I'm getting at, which were, they were usually based on either movies that I'd, I'd seen where they was in the film or hip-hop tracks where particular classical pieces have been sampled and or chopped into a sequence. A fine example of this is a tune called Paparazzi by Exhibit. This is a tune that sampled 
Barbara Streisand's vocalised version of Pavan, which is an original piece by Gabriel, I think you say Fare, Fare, got nothing to do with Rastas, but yeah, um, F-A-U-R-E, I think it's spelled anyway. So it's actually a sample of a sample in a way, because it's the sample on this tune is the Streisand's vocalised version, but it's a fucking sick beat, man. What a fucking tune. That came, that tune came out in like 1996. So I would have been 11. And I instantly fell in love with it. Oh, I fucking love that tune. Since then, classical strings or strings in music, for me, big deal. I love strings. I'm, I'm big on strings. I love cello. I think cello is probably my favourite string instrument because I feel like it, it puts emphasis on sadness well it, it cries well do you know what I mean it's, it's got this kind of feeling to it do you know what I mean I can't remember who it was who used it a lot in an album who sung that song can't take my eyes off of you can't take my eyes off of you I, can't, I don't know who it who it was do you know what I mean but classical wise that Brings me to my favourite album at the moment, which is Conflict of Interest by Getz, G-H-E-T-T-S. Getz is actually from the same area I grew up in. His real name's Justin, I think, but locally everyone knew him as Reggie. He was quite a known name in where, where I grew up, like, you know what I mean? Like with Ilford, Manor Park, Plasto, Stratford, like. Getz has re- uh, he's signed to Warner recently, if I'm honest, man. Warner has been leading the way when it comes to urban music. I mean, it's a personal opinion. I'm sure this, I haven't done a crazy amount of research on all of the other labels, but from what I see, their creative direction is fucking refreshing, man. From the artists they're signing, like, or in the UK, all the way to the quality of the videos that are coming out, the producers they're choosing to use. It's just, like, good quality, exciting stuff. Side note to that, if you... They signed Parcelu. Go check out a track called My Family by Parcelu and Backroad G. Backroad Normal Spelling, G-double-E. Um, the tune is produced by the Fanatics and it's fucking sick. But to add to it, if you check the video out, you'll see what I mean by refreshing creative direction. It's a fucking sick video. It's just, it's not what you would expect exactly. Some of it may be, I suppose. Someone's bound to... All right, darling. You okay? What's happening? Post just coming to say hello. You okay? What's going on? Want to be a guest? Want to be a guest on the podcast? See if I can get you up to the mic here. Come here. She's run away. She'll come back money in a sec anyway. But yeah. Get back to the Getz album. Honestly, I think it's his best work today. Getz in the earlier years had always been known for attacking a beat when you listen to this album if you ain't heard Gets before you'll know exactly what I mean but he's switched up his style back and forth over the years between a harsh sort of energetic style and a more calm laid back energy and this Conflict of Interest album kind of explains why in more detail and you know and you see, you, you'll see the, the different forms you know, once you listen to it, you'll understand his you'll understand his mental growth more, as well as sort of the classic get sound, which is the more harsher sounding stuff. Fuck, just knocked the mic. Sorry, leaving it in. I'm leaving it in. But yeah, 
the strings on this album, man, fucking instrumentation in general from the start is just bang on for me. I don't know why, but I always seem to love a good intro track. Maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's uh, in hip hop or grime music, the intro track can get a lot of like, just can get you going. Do you know what I mean, it can usually be quite cinematic and I fucking love that shit. A good build up, just loads of different instruments. Just, I don't know. I think it just like, oh, pussy. I knew she'd come back. She just, you're right. She just jumped up on my keyboard over the laptop. Luckily, it's still fucking recording into a little spot next to the, uh, next to the thing. She keeps doing that lately. But yeah, what was I saying? Cinematic. Yeah. Anyway, check that album out. Yeah, Conflict of Interest by Getz. It's fucking definitely worth your time. I'm trying to work out at the moment a way to get uh, everything to everyone, uh, be it playlists, food bits, anything from the podcast. Trying to work out whether a blog with a link in description or whatever's going to be the best thing for you lot. But um, I will, you know, some people are asking for for things and uh i don't know the best way to get it to as many of you as possible at the moment like people a lot of people are asking for um <laughs> tambourine man which is fucking sick because that was a proper random one but uh <laughs> yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna put i'll put up tambourine man somewhere i might even just whack it up on instagram and then i don't know maybe i'll start building an amb- album with some weird pseudonym over the years but yeah there's a couple more tracks i wanted to mention that i got written down here which ones are the best I don't know man the ones I've listened to lately um, one one is called Ghost by the Horrors which was sent to me by my cousin Mark it's a proper dark kind of style which is my kind of shit it's only the one track of by the Horrors that I've heard so far but I really fucking enjoy it there's a lot more of that I think the the internet and the the fact that it's much easier to release music nowadays has led the way for a lot more left field kind of sounding stuff which is yeah which is sick man um well so but god on the topic of sampling uh check out a track by annie as spelled as you would think it would be called antonio but uh particularly the berlin breakdown version it's like this fucking synthy warm jean jean michel you hear that jean i listen to jean michel i listen to jean michel jerry yeah, but he's like a Jean-Michel Jarre, you know, if you if you like the music, um, there's a film, film called Drive. If you like the music from that, you'd probably like this very 80s, moody, dark kind of sound, do you know what I mean? But this, again, is, yeah, it's, it, this is on a, a Metro Booming album. Metro Boomin is a producer, but um, that's how I heard it. Uh, sorry. Jesus, the, all over the place today, man. The original was not on a Metro Boomin album. The the original, that Burning Breakdown version, was sampled by Metro Boomin and used on a, his album, on a track with Travis Scott called Overdue. So look up Overdue. It'll probably be the first one that comes up. It will come up under Metro Boomin. I don't think it will come up under Travis Scott. Um, maybe now he's blown up so much, it probably will actually. But if you want to hear another example of sampling, and especially sampling a sample in a way because the Berlin Breakdown was a remix definitely true
this my song for life Make me feel better There was a man standing in the field He saw the tree Read the book and he thought I could see the sunshine Shining over the mountains and the hills Use the camera and the tiger and the lion And I read the book about the birds and all of elephants Tiger and the bird in cage Fly away, be free Eyes in my head See the wonder of the tree Holding out the lady Heart made of gold And then I notice and I thinking Where have all the penguins gone? Many so many penguins Always sing the song And then the hand become to come to Very yellow and the orange and the green We love to stroke a hedgehog What do you mean? I know there was a little mushroom in the sky It made me think about the dodo Where have they gone? Why, oh why I look into the sky So many stars look like my eye The man is so confused The heart is in the mood for being loved today So many love today Now I have my wings I write a heart onto the window Where there is a condensation Then I talk to girl Have fantastic conversation We talk about the crater in the moon Yeah We said one day man to go to the moon soon Very soon I balance rock on top of rocking on the beach Then the rock fell down Blue rose don't preach Fun shines in the east I like beer and rice Very nice Yeah 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 Someday I will look into the sky and feel that tiger So many love, I so many love the tiger, I so many love the tiger. We are going in the end I said, is it God? Is it cat? Reincarnated into a strange animal Like a moth or a beautiful bird Let me fly, please Fly into the sky See the window 
Good morning in your eye I see the 2020 His pandemic Broken dreams and we can't work Fucking hell I'm hurting my head Money gone I have What the fuck is gonna do With all of empty buildings Sell it to the rich man And take away the feelings Of the child I don't know how many about love and so many times when I am love I'll give so many love to my girlfriend so many love to my friend and then so many love to music because music is my life then I think about the nature I think about the cat and they make me realize that everything supposed to be you know just like that and then sometimes i'm thinking if it's different then what would world be because you know a tree cannot fall twice because it's just one tree just collectively agree to cookies like why do i have to deal with it on every fucking website can we get a petition a petition together a petition oh yeah i beg you get, get can, can we get a petition together to do cookies because i don't want to do that anymore you want to do it anymore kitty cat yeah she's just closed her eyes looking at me and if any of you cat people know that means she loves me Okay, so in the cat-loving human department, I'm winning today. Yeah, But anyway, I'm fucking done with this cookie shit. I know it's a little thing, man. Talk about fucking first world problems. Do you know what I mean? But can we just work out a way so for all of us to say we agree with cookies on websites? We know it's, it's a, just a bit of bureaucracy. We we know there's a reason behind it. But there's, shit, there's loads of other... St- things going on in the background that at some point if this is the way we're going we're gonna have to sign a million disclosures before we can go on a fucking website man we fucking agree mate i know some of you out there are going no because of this and that and it's a privacy and da 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 yeah but you're still going on the website and you're still clicking okay to it you're still consenting in the same way that people go you know people go i swear my phone's listening to me you know the other day i mentioned um about my pond to Derek, I was telling Derek at work about my pond because I thought it, it would be a fantastic um, conversation to have to let just speak to him 
about my pond for an hour. And then when I got home, I, I opened Amazon and it was advertising pond things to me. And then I opened Instagram and it was ad, it was advertising like fish food. Of course it does. Because a lot of people are like, shit, yeah, that's happened to me. Yeah, you know why? Because it's in the fucking terms of conditions. I haven't read the whole terms and conditions, but I've, I've thought about this and I thought, let me look it up. It's got to be in there. Can't be happening to everyone. And then, because the, <clears throat> there's going to be a fucking scandal in there. Do you know what I mean? So it must be in there. I looked it up and it, it was one Google search. I can't remember what, what I wrote exactly like. It was just something like, is it in the terms and conditions that Amazon can listen to you? And yeah, it fucking is. People do it. People get Alexas as well and say, oh, so have you got an Alexa? They'll be like, yeah. And I'm like, you bought a device that you wanted to listen to you. Now, fair dudes, you probably think you only want it to listen to you when you say Alexa. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, or, hey, G-O-G, Ellie. I'm not saying it because it will fucking start going. You bought it for that reason. I know you, you probably thought, no, I only want it to work when I ask it a question. But I think eventually everybody's going to want the automation anyway because they're going to think, well, why think when I could, when this thing could just order this thing for me and, and do that for me and set this up for me and know when I want it and... You know, like like your maps, my maps, Google Maps, it goes, if, if I'm going home from work or to work, it, it shows me the route, I open it up and it go, the first thing that comes up is the list. And it's like, do you want to go home? Hell yeah, I want to fucking go home. Some people are like, fuck, no, man, it's tracking me. Yeah, it is tracking you, it's GPS. You signed up for GPS, gee. Fuck's sake. How do people not get it? Do you know what I mean? I know everybody doesn't read terms of conditions, but does it not cross your mind at some point? Like, actually, did I agree to this? Because this keeps happening. Have I agreed? The first thing people do is go full-blown conspiracy. Yo, they're listening to us, you know? They're listening to us. Yeah, you gave them the mic, bro. You plugged it into your gob and gave the mic. No, you plugged the mic. Oh, God, what a bad... Oh, it's supposed to be a sound guy. Fucking engineer a mic, got it the wrong way round. The mic would be in the gob and the input would be in the in the bloody machine that's destroying your life. What are you doing? Putting the freeze what the fuck? Putting the put Tell me what you're doing. Putting the pork in this the This is an interview. This is not an interview. I'm putting the pork in the freezer. She's putting the pork in the freezer. Yeah, you just asked me what I'm doing. Is that a sexual reference? No. Not. It definitely isn't. It definitely isn't. She's, she's got a look on her face. Shut up. She's got a... <laughs> 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 oh, I love you. Do, do tell. Do tell. <laughs> do tell. I'd like to know what you think. Huh? What's for dinner, darling? <laughs> What's for dinner? Uh, chicken and rice and peas because I'm black. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. I'm actually a bit drunk, you know. I don't really drink. I don't really drink. <clears throat> but why, why, did, why is it when you're drunk, you always have to clear your throat before you talk? Do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what it is, bruv? <clears throat> do you know what it is, bruv? Do you know what it is? Let me tell you something. <laughs> no, I ain't drunk like that. I ain't drunk like that. But, um, yeah. I, do not, I don't drink that often. I usually don't see the hype with alcohol. I think there's better drugs. 
Do you know what I mean? I don't really take them either, but I've taken them. And I just think there's better ones out there. But yeah, I had a couple with my neighbours, um, which was interesting. Now we've got the old six rule, somebody's birthday, so outdoor drinking, do you know what I mean? Which I wasn't expecting on a work night, if I'm honest. I thought I was just going to drop a card off and that, and I just come back a bit mashed up. What's left? It's like nine. Mic's on, do a bit of this, and then probably just fucking another night eating crisps. Fucking crisps, man. They got me, man. What the fuck? What is it, man? Like, do I have to be addicted to something? Do you know what I mean? Because it's crisps at the moment. Like, I can't, have I got to be addicted to something? Because I swear, I can't remember a time I wasn't. Like, sugar's always been a problem. Like, there was a time I'd become a proper junkie baklava addict. Like, to drive past the Turkish food centre was fucking murder. I'm telling you, fucking love a bit of fresh baklava from the old TFC I've been like I've been addicted to things like nicotine weed and all of that years ago until I started my current job so we get tested and all that shit like I'm still on the vape but I didn't think sugar could get me as bad as it got me like my belly at the moment mate fucking hell this is why I'm trying to sort it out my pet my pal at work he always says that I look like I've ironed my t-shirt over a wok. Uh, I don't know if that's one of his bars, but I think it's Jim Davidson or something like that. But it's quite a good one. It's quite a good one. The problem with me, though, with sweet stuff is that they keep bringing out new shit, man. Do you know what I mean? There's always new shit. There's not new shit with salads and healthy shit. Unless I'm just not looking. But they're not re- they don't regularly bring out new shit. Do you know what I mean? With sweets. Fucking hell. Every time I'm trying to come off sugar or calm it down. Man like Cadbury's or Ritter Sport or fucking Reese's just shout out. Remix. Do you know what I mean? They just remix it up. Fucking and then there's a new version. You know what I mean? The cunt's got white chocolate on it now or fucking pretzels in it. Fucking honey salted almond version. Do you know what I mean? Fucking hell, mate. Ritter Sport salted, uh, honey salted almonds. Levels. I don't know how anybody can. Uh, there's so much shit chocolate out here. Thornton's is falling to pieces, finally. It's shit. It's always been shit. Tony's. People, f- like, people with money and no sense fall for that shit. Literally cooking chocolate. Or Easter egg chocolate. You know what I mean? Like like a poor man's Yorkie. And imagine what a poor man's Yorkie is. Do you know what I mean? It's just a bar of absolute shit. Do you know what I mean? Fucking hell. I'm feeling kind of battered actually. But I'm, I'm, at, I'm currently on a good stint with the sugar. About three weeks into only having sweet stuff at weekends. Like a sweet treat here and there. The hardest part of that is not eating so much in one weekend that it makes up for the fucking weekdays. Do you know what I mean? Like I've clocked 
my times. I think that's the main thing that's helping me. Like around 3 p.m. on the way home from work, it always kicks in. That's when I want that fucking sugar. That's when I end up with two McDonald's apple pies and a McFlurry or two cream horns in a fucking car. Bloody twice last week, twice, I pulled into McDonald's drive-thru, drove around and went like, nah, don't do it, man, and just drove out, which for me is a sign that I'm doing better. I'm becoming more controlled. Whether it will last, who fucking knows, but I'm trying my best, do you know what I mean? Fruits help him. I've noticed if I smash up an apple early, not as in smash it up, as in eat the apple early in the day, I don't get the cravings as much. I think there's something to do apples. I think that's where the apple a day thing comes from because it distributes sugar the slowest or something like that. Or even that, or you've got to have something low on the GI glycemic index. It's so fucking hard, man. Supposedly, if you're on the spectrum where you've got ADHD or anything like that, it's much harder. But I know lots of people who ain't got those kind of problems who struggle with these things too. So maybe it's just different rather than harder. Like, I've noticed that creative minds tend to struggle with addiction more. Well, more of them have addictions. Not, you know, not that it's harder for them, but like, just in my experience, it may just be my circle. But the same way with money. Historically, creative genius and money management has proven to be a fucking bad mix. Like, people like Tesla and that. Like, Tesla died broke in a fucking hotel room, man. And everything about this podcast you're listening to has something to do with him. Do you know what I mean? Oh, the fans have fucking kicked in on the old laptop. I don't know if you lot can hear that. Fuck me. That's all it is. The money you pay for these MacBooks, man. Can't handle more than 10 minutes of recording without saying, Fuck, fans! Fans! Yeah, that's fucked up about Tesla. When you look at around, when you look at everything he's done, you know, so much would so much wouldn't be about if it weren't for him. I was looking into his death recently. It's a weird one. It's a weird one. They tried to play it down. Some people think he got murdered. But a weird part of that, looking it up, was that when he died... They gave his stuff, this may be slightly off, but a lot of it's on, to uh, John G. Trump, who is actually related to that guy. That guy. Yeah? I put a thing, hold on, let me find it. I got a thing, a little excerpt from uh, Wikipedia. John G. Trump, a professor at MIT and a well-known electrical engineer serving as a technical aide to the National Defense Research Committee, was called to analyze the Tesla items, this is the stuff after he died, which were being held in custody. After, uh, what's it say? After a three-day investigation, Trump's report concluded there was nothing which would constitute a hazard in unfriendly hands, stating Tesla's thoughts and efforts during at least the past 15 years were primarily of a speculative philosophical and somewhat promotional character were primarily of speculative philosophical and somewhat promotional character 
often concerned with the production and wireless transmission of power, but did not include new sound. Oh, did not include new sound workable principles or methods for realizing such results. I'm sorry that was read out so bad because this whiskey is doing the madness. The 25 year old bad boy, that whiskey. Can't even remember the name of it, G. Had that in my house for a while. Destruction. But look at that, man. Trump doing the dirt even back then. Trying to cuss Tesla like he, like, like all of his shit. Like basically saying, nah, I've looked at all of his stuff. It's all theoretical. None of it's possible. It's all bullshit. How is Trump doing that fuckeries then? It's the same guy. Trump then was basically saying just a bunch of shit and saying, oh, fuck it. You look at Trump now. Well, we'll build a wall. Do you know what I mean? COVID's this. And we'll inject you with that. And you'll be fine. And and, I don't worry about it. And chucking out all this just absolute bullshit to cover up some shit that's really fucking fucked up. And then God, like he was this, his uncle or great uncle was a fucking cunt as well just chatting shit basically both idiots chatting shit about smart people smart's an understatement for Tesla but fucking chatting shit it's mad isn't it that's fucking mad that Alpacas as pets. Alpacas as pets. That's their answer. Soft. Yeah. Yeah. So like so rude. Wasn't even on subject. It was because that's all. Meow. 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 Pay attention, pay attention, listen up my G's, listen up my G's, listen up my G's, listen up my G's. <laughs> attention, attention my G's, attention my G's, attention. So this is kind of a call to action really. I started this podcast as a brain vent, a place for the strange thoughts and practices to go instead of them just fading into nothing. I'm currently releasing at random, but looking at the finish rate, I say it's about once a month at the moment. The feedback's been amazing so far from my inner circle and the small amount of new listeners that I have. So thank you so much for the love. If it's resonated with you in any way and you want me to do this more often, then I'm going to need you to help me on this. If you can share the podcast with anyone you think would appreciate it, then that would mean the world. I'll be following back the first 100 people on all of my socials so look up at joff show on twitter instagram facebook and tiktok hopefully all of the followers i get will drive the algorithms in the right direction through the various platforms and give me more stuff to think about then you know regurgitate into more podcasts basically don't forget this isn't exactly a current affairs podcast so i strongly advise you to start from episode one thanks again to everybody who's been supporting the show man stay tuned for episode four don't forget to stroke a cat 
Boom. Peace. <laughs>